there. Welcome to the Female Empowerment Podcast. My name is Carly, and I'm a big believer in actively bringing about more goodness to our communities. It feels good to know that we're not alone and that someone else out there has experienced the same challenge we're facing now. Whether those challenges are related to business, motherhood, or general life as a woman, this podcast is a platform that I've created to allow women to share their inspirational stories and greatest business tips to help make your day just a little bit better and your life just a little bit easier. Keep listening to learn from our amazing guest of the day and be sure to share this episode with a friend. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we have a guest all the way from North Carolina. She's a business coach, and her name is Sarah. So a little bit about her. Sarah Rose is the Launch Your Online Business Mentor, and she empowers entrepreneurial-minded women to transform their side hustle into a profitable business. She's known for her signature premium program, the Business Startup Academy, that's launching on July 15th. She's on a mission to help as many ambitious women as she can to create their dream online business, earn what they're worth, and design a life they love. I'm so excited to learn from you today, Sarah. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Oh my goodness, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. (laughs) It really is. I'm just so excited to learn from you, and I'm just overwhelmed with all of the questions that I want to ask you um, as a business coach who specializes in helping female entrepreneurs. This is me, this is everybody I work with. And so I get a lot of these questions all the time. And I am just not even sure where to start. So maybe we could just start like from the very beginning. I would love to get your insight into how you know if you even have a good idea for a business. If you are trying to leave your nine to five, if you have a hobby and you're thinking about growing it, how do you know if that's even worth pursuing? That's a great question. I think if you feel this call to entrepreneurialism and you have this idea, it was put into you for a reason. It's a seed of greatness that's already within you. And it wouldn't have come to you if there wasn't something there. So as women, I think we have this incredible gift called intuition. All of us do. All of us are intuitive. Sometimes you hear this intuitive coach or this person's intuitive. We all have intuition. And I think when you lean into that and you listen to the voice that's speaking within you, the voice in your head, the voice in your soul, the call in your spirit, you'll know that you're always on the right path and that your success is going to be inevitable. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I love how you call it a seed of greatness. That makes you feel like way more confident, first of all, in the idea that you had is a seed of greatness. It's a great idea, which leads me to think about like common fears that we encounter as female entrepreneurs. It's really easy to feel like unsure and that can also stop us from pursuing our passions. What are some other common fears that you see with your clients and do you have any advice for how to combat those fears? Absolutely. Well, a couple of things there is I think so many women hold back from pursuing their passion and turning their dream into a business because of fear, fear of the unknown, fear of what if I fail? One of the fears that I keep coming up against even now is a fear of success, which is crazy, right? Because we all want to be, do, and have it all. And when we have the money account and we grow that and we invest it, and now we've got this time freedom and financial freedom and the flexibility that we all crave, 
isn't life going to be magical and wonderful? But a lot of women have fear of success as well. And so these things can hold us back because it's, it's almost a lack of confidence in taking that next step forward towards our dreams. And I think a lot of times that's because we don't have the strategies that we need. We know we're resourceful and we're like, oh, I can figure it out. You know, I'll go on YouTube or I'll go on Google or whatever. I'll take this free masterclass and I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll DIY it and connect all the dots and put all the pieces together. But then when things don't start happening quickly enough and you're kind of bumping around in the dark or throwing spaghetti at the walls, it's like, is this ever going to happen? And you don't realize that there's an exact science behind having a legitimate business. And until you do whatever it takes to learn those strategies and the exact science behind it, it's going to be a side hustle and not a business. So the second answer to your question is, if I had it to do all over again, I would have invested in a coach from day one. I would have saved myself years, time, money, frustration. And um, I think it's the best investment you can make as an entrepreneurial-minded woman who's ready to grow and evolve into your greatness. I so agree with you. I've been working with a business coach lately as well. And I felt like for me, it came to the point where I DIY'd it all. And then I just like, I did everything that I could that I knew how, you know, I just got as far as I could. Then I hit a wall. I needed help. I needed to talk to a professional. And like you said, if I had known how much benefit I would have gotten from this, I would have done it way sooner. And which makes sense. You just don't think about the benefits to having a professional who's been there, who knows what they're doing, like working with you and almost even if you need it, holding your hand through the process, (laughs) which is, I think, inspired more confidence in myself instead of me like, oh, I'll try this now and like, we'll see if it works or I'll try this now and oh, it didn't really work. And then you start to feel bad about yourself and like you can't do it. But it's not that you can't do it. It's just that you're still learning all of those great strategies. So why not partner with somebody who already knows the science behind a business who can save you the time and energy to execute those things? Exactly. Oh, I love that. So when you start working with new clients, I would imagine that you often get some of the same questions would you be open to telling, talking about some of those questions with us and some of your answers? Sure, absolutely. Well, I think one of the biggest struggles that a new entrepreneur has is, or even somebody who's looking to scale, is identifying your ideal client, your target market, the audience that you're speaking to, and whether you're a podcaster like yourself or a blogger or an aspiring coach or you're in network marketing, you want to be able to stand out above the noise on social media and become the expert in your field, become an influencer of sorts, because when people like, know, and trust you, that's when they want to do business with you. That's when they want to buy whatever you're selling, right? Um, and so I think identifying that target market is, is the first thing and the biggest struggle that a lot of women come up against is saying, what if I miss out on somebody, right? It's that FOMO, like, what if I'm going to miss out on these people because I, my messaging is to these people and, and it's a lack of clarity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the point, is the lack of clarity. And so that's the first thing. And so what I work with my clients on is really getting clear and diving deep into who is that ideal client? 
Because when you message to everyone, you're messaging to no one and your message gets diluted. And similarly, you don't want to, you don't have to work with just anybody because their credit card clears or their payment goes through. You want to work with the people you love who light your soul on fire and you can't wait to get up every morning and get to work with these amazing people, right? So it's attraction marketing, bringing the, the people to you that you want to be working with. And then I think it's, it's a lack of strategy too is, um, you know, just sell, 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 and just keep putting it out there and putting it out there, your product or your service or whatever, join my team, buy my product, bit, bit, bit. it's just ramming it down people's throats, right? So it's like, how, again, can I stand out above the noise and be somebody different? And where can I um, structure my, my messaging? Uh, what sort of value can I add? And how can that flow from my heart and soul rather than feeling so forced? So we work a lot on content creation and a daily method of operation that shows you exactly where and how to show up every day for your audience. So it's identifying your ideal client. It's creating your content in a way that resonates with them. And then I think it's um, another one is consistency because it's easy to get into self-sabotage um, which leads to procrastination, right? When you're not seeing the results coming as fast as you want, we're all impatient, right? We all want it now, like million dollars in the bank, baby, let's go. But these things take time. And I know it's so cliche, but Rome was not built in a day. And it could take months, if not years, to build a business to where exactly you want it to be. And so when you don't see those results coming in right away, it's like, okay, well, maybe you need a test period. You know, maybe you need to do a little market research and find out where your people are hanging out. And maybe that ideal client that you targeted isn't exactly your ideal client. Or maybe your messaging isn't matching up to the ideal client. Maybe you need to pivot a little bit or make a few tweaks. And so I think if we can all just give ourselves a little more grace <laughs> and patience and say, I know I'm on the right path. I know my success is inevitable and I'm going to hang in there and keep at it until and in spite of until I figure this out. So those are the three things I think is identify your target market, um, creating content that flows from your heart and soul, and then showing up for that market with the message that they need to hear consistently. I love that. I can tell that you are really good at inspiring and instilling confidence in your clients just by how you're talking. It's all very positive, optimistic mindset, which is really hard as a new business owner sometimes to have that, but just knowing like, I have that seed of greatness. That idea was awesome. And I can execute this just because it's not happening as quickly as I want it to doesn't mean it's not great and that I can't do it, but it just means I need to have more grace and um, enjoy the journey <laughs> more so than I wish I had enjoyed the journey. I was so, I was coming from this place of lack and desperation when I started my business um, we were going really difficult financial crisis and literally had lost everything and it was just like okay come on we got to get this going go 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 and just out of like total lack and just forcing it and not enjoying the journey and just panic mode all the time and anxiety and so it felt forced but if you lean in and just go you know what I'm okay I'm okay this is all going to come together it's not a matter of life and death. I'm okay. I'm just going to lean in, trust the process, and enjoy this adventure. I have time. 
I love that. I resonate with that personally so much because I feel like, and I'm probably not the only one, we're in 2020 and dealing with the coronavirus and being quarantined. A lot of people are making that shift now, taking the opportunity to leave their nine to five, transition their hobby or side hustle into a full-blown business. Either they chose the left, they were forced to leave their nine to five, as was the case with my family. And so we just had to like, you know, got to make this happen. My business is going to grow. And yeah, it's super easy to just be in panic mode or, um, but just to learn to like have confidence, have hope in the future and have hope in yourself that it can happen. It will happen. And it's going to be so worth it. And like the growing pains and like the journey, all of the conflict that you run into is all just part of your story and like you'll learn so much from that it's much easier said than done in the moment moment, you're like why me but if you can somehow find the silver lining and say okay this experience is adding even more value to my clients and to my audience i can save them this step because i've already been through it so i can say okay here's how we can bridge the gap so you don't have to experience this too i love that i just want to pause a brief moment here to say if you're a female business owner i'd love to invite you to join me and our show guests in the connect professional women community on facebook in this community we empower each other by sharing our expertise and collaborating with other female business owners Go to facebook.com slash connect professional women to join the party and receive support from other lady CEOs like you. Again, that's facebook.com slash connect professional women. We'll see you there. One of the questions that I had coming into this meeting was I wanted to ask you about, because I know so many people who are transitioning from their nine to five to their own business. Um, We've kind of talked a little bit about this already, but just some of the first steps that you should take when you decide I'm ready to make this transition, I'm leaving my nine to five, and I'm going to do this. So we talked about identifying your target market, which I think is probably one of the very first most important things as well. Do you have any tips for one or two other things that you can do in that beginning um, phase? Yes, I would definitely get out a journal and a pen and think about creating a bigger vision for your life and for your business. Because if you're not planning out your life and your business as if you would a trip, it's just aimlessly wandering. And when I say plan out your life and your business, I'm not just saying it'd be nice to, you know, hit a 5k a month or, you know, $100,000 this year, break six figures or have a million dollars in the bank. I'm talking like, do your research. What is your dream? Where is your dream house? What does that look like? How much does it cost? What is your dream car? Where do you want to send your kids to school? If you could travel the world, where would you go? How would you go? What are your uh, non-negotiables? Who would you go with? How do you spoil the people that you love? How does, um, what are your ideal clients look like or the people that you want to work with? Um, what sort of business expenses are you going to have? What are your life expenses? Um, what does your wardrobe look like? How do you want to up level? And what is that number break down to as a long-term goal per month that you need to be earning? And so then you can break, bring it back to like right now, 
What are your expenses? What are your outgoings? If you could have a little bit of extra to go out to dinner and not have to look at the right side of the menu at the pricing or, you know, just get out of the job. Like what are the short term things that you need with a little bit of a cushion to have some fun in the process? And that's your short term number, right? So then when you have those numbers broken down, you know exactly what you need now. Is that scalable? so that you can get to where you want to be over some time. And then you reverse engineer it, work backwards and get, okay, so if I need to earn $5,000 a month right now, what strategies do I need to learn that are going to enable me to get to that point? So that's number one is creating that long-term and short-term bigger vision for your life and your business and know exactly the number that you need to hit every month. Then you can figure out how to get there. Not the other way around. Does that make sense? Definitely. I think it's really easy to just jump into it and be like, I'm going to be a millionaire in five years and <laughs> maybe you will, but without having like a plan like that, you probably won't. <laughs> yeah. It's like the old, you know, if you plan a trip, I love to travel the world. And if you go to, let's say Barcelona and you didn't know that there's a huge art scene there, an opera house or that you need to go to the, to the old city um, or to the, um, what is the shopping district there called? The Rambla, the Rambles, and all the different things that you need to go and do and see, and the paella that you need to eat, and the sangria that you need to have, and the certain shops that you need to go to. Oisho is one of my favorite lingerie stores in the whole world. Pajamas, and, oh my god, it's just beautiful. But if you got all the way to Barcelona and you didn't know that you were supposed to do these things, and you came home and somebody's like, "Oh, you didn't do that," you'd be like, "Oh man, I didn't even." Because you were just kind of like walking around. You didn't really know where to go or what to do or what to see. So you got to plan your life like you would a trip and and really get clear on where you want to go. I love that. So that's first. That reminds me of something I read just this morning. One of my friends posted about planning for your birth, um, having a baby, and how you should put as much effort into that as you do your own wedding. And in my mind, I kind of like substituted that as like, yeah, but you should also maybe plan for your business with the same excitement and detail that you do your wedding or like a trip. I think those are really good analogies. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think too, you know, you want to be passionate about what you're doing and have fun with it because if you're going to spend so much of your time working, you have to love what you do and be passionate about it. And then it doesn't even feel like work. You look up in the afternoon and it's like, oh my gosh, how is it two or four or five? Like. Where did the day even go? So I would say that's next too, is to get a morning routine, to get up and get yourself in the, in the high vibe every single morning. And then when you go to create your content and you're having your discovery calls and you're engaging with others, they can feel that vibe coming through. So that means even though it's summertime, set the alarm, don't hit the snooze button, easier said than done on a rainy day uh, <laughs> here in Charleston. But um, Get up, get up and, and have some you time, like have that cup of coffee, have that glass of aloe and your supplements and maybe pull a tarot card or listen to your favorite song or do some yoga stretching or go for a walk, whatever it is you do to get yourself in a high vibe so that the rest of the day you're just on and your energy is way up. Um, recently read from... I think it was just on Instagram. It was a quote that was along the lines of prepare your goals and your mentality for the day 
before you start interacting with other people because they will tell you your goals and your mentality for the day. So if you go in and you're like, this is what I expect, this is going to be awesome, I can do this, then no matter what happens throughout your day, it'll go much better because you've established that in the beginning instead of letting other people kind of determine it for you. Absolutely. Yes. And, and you just are more in tune and you lean in more and you just have more fun and passion and you handle things better. And I'm not saying that every day is unicorns and rainbows at all. I mean, technology can be a blessing and a curse, but (laughs) try and keep your sense of humor, step away when you need to and, and come back at it with fresh eyes and a renewed sense of energy if you have to. I love that. Um, I'd love to go back a little bit and talk about your target client um, because this is something that I'm also telling my clients often as they come to get their branding design. It's like, okay, well, who is your, who are we designing it for? Um, And that's something we talk about. And most often, more often than not, they don't know or they have the wrong idea about selecting their target market. And I loved how you phrased it earlier that you're working with these people. You want to work with people who just bring light to your life, that just bring joy. You love them. You cherish them. You're excited to talk to them all the time and like interact. Do you have one or two insights that you can share with our listeners about knowing when you found a good target market or um, how to go about doing that? So Brian. Branding and target market and ideal client, how do you know when it's right? Because you will feel the sense of clarity and you get clear on that, then you know exactly what your messaging needs to be and how you can show up for those people and what they need to hear every day. And I think one of the easiest and best places to start when you are working on identifying that target market is to do some market research and to get into some groups and ask some questions and ask your audience and see who's there and who's paying attention and who's watching you. Right? So on your personal page, you might say just to be fun and and just to have fun and be social. I want to get to know all of my friends, you know, where do you live and what do you do for work? So then you find out where most of your people are from. Are they East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, wherever? Um, What do they do for work? Are they mostly teachers? Are there a lot of nurses? Are there a lot of people, uh, coaches? Find out what are they all doing. And then you know who's following and who's watching your stuff. And then you can kind of tailor your messaging around that until you get complete clarity on the ideal person that you want to help. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, where can our listeners go to learn more from you and about what you offer? Yes. Um, connect with me all over social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn at Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Rose, like the flower, global. And then my, that's my website as well, sarahroseglobal.com, um, where you can learn all about my upcoming business startup academy launching July 15th is when the doors open. Um, space is limited to only 25 entrepreneurial-minded women who are ready to up-level and transform their dream or their side hustle into a thriving, profitable business. The course will be accessible September 15th, and it's a six-month program that gives you the core foundations that you need to structure your profitable business. 
It's going to be so exciting. I can't wait. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm really excited to learn more from you and to check out that course. That's going to be something that's really cool that I know will benefit me. So it'll probably benefit my listeners as well. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Check it out for sure. And thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for listening to the Female Empowerment Podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And I would love it if you shared this amazing episode with a friend. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at brandingforwomen.com or send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at brandingforwomen. See you next time.